Today on the Av Podcast, it, it's time to get into some basketball right now. Some NBA talk. I haven't done it. I haven't done it since the uh, the the NBA season previews. The first quarter is over now. We've seen the usual headlines, but I want to get into some other topics. And as my guest on this episode, Anthony Bachelor, the all-time leading scorer in Canadian basketball history, sorry, Canadian basketball history, and still is, plus South Sharad family member Big Brother Curtis, as we discuss the rise of Shea Gilgis Alexander, and if OKC should just forget their Wemben Yama passions and, and build around them. Plus, Bobo versus Wemby, I'll explain later. <laughs> plus, our, our surprising teams and players of this first quarter, Boston and Milwaukee just levitating over the rest of the NBA. We break out some Benny Matherin talks and, and, and a whole lot more. All right. I'm ready to go. But before I start, I want you to know, as always, that wherever you listen to podcasts, South Sharaf is there like like State Farm. More importantly, though, rate, review and subscribe. Leave those comments. Plus, hit me like Blackjack when it comes to those five star ratings. It, it drives the show forward. As I keep saying, once you do that, it takes you about 2.7 seconds of your time. Just like that. Boom. Just like that. And check out SashaRap.com wherever you listen to podcasts as well. And seeing that I'm in I'm in that flashback Friday mode. If you haven't checked out my latest episode about Brett Favre and the Mississippi welfare scandal or the R&B fantasy draft, don't hesitate. Don't pause. Don't stagger or slip. All right. Don't miss out on these episodes. Again, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as the SashaRap YouTube channel, double back on it. Is the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Let's get it. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast, where I'm joined by the South Sharaf family member, Big Brother Curtis, as well as the, <laughs> the, the all-time uh, Canadian college basketball scorer Anthony Bachelor. How you guys doing today, sir? Sirs, I should say. I'm good. I'm good. And Anthony, you gonna let them know how I guided you to that record-breaking feast? Say what? Um, under my tutelage, you you got that record-breaking feat of being the one. <laughs> we won't go into all that, but anyhow, yeah, yeah. Oh, carry on. Right. <laughs> this, this this is the part where you take all recognition for yourself, Anthony. This, this is the part right here where you stick your I'm chest humble, out. I'm a humble man. I'll, I'll, I'll prove that on the court when I see you guys on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, but like I said, man, I, I got I got you guys here to talk about uh, you know talk about this 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 NBA season so far. We're about a quarter of the way through. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on right now in terms of some of these players Canadian players you know uh, balling right now um, and you know what you're going to get into in a minute you know plus the the, the Celtics and the Bucks um, I, I like to call Wemby versus Bull Bull because <laughs> I think that might be a thing coming next season but I want to start with a Canadian talent I want to start with SGA uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander um, with with SGA basically jumping a level right now are, are we still trying to free him from Oklahoma City, or, or should he stand pat and let Oklahoma City build around him? I guess we'll start with the uh, with the Canadians' all-time score. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? I think he probably should just leave him there for now. The thing is, all these draft picks they have really doesn't make no sense. But at the same time, you can tell that with the draft picks, they're probably just trying to take advantage 
of Shay to begin with. So I think it's really on him on what he wants to do. He can end up making a move the same way DeJounte Murray did. And basically, it's going to come down to money. Um, can you afford to keep him with all these other the up-and-coming guys um, on OKC to begin with? Well, remember, he, he, he just signed his max, I think, in – I think last summer, not this summer, but the summer before. So we, he's on that five-year, $173 million contract. So, I mean, they can afford to do it right now just because they're not paying anybody, right? Right. So, but so. then, but now you give you give another two, three years, you get Chet. I'll say give Chet and Holmgren two years to get it together. I mean, he, he's going to be a prodigy in his own, especially with this, this, uh, this Frenchman coming in. Um, it's going to be a battle of the bigs now. These hybrids, in a sense. Yeah. So, do you not put all your faith from um, from Shea, given that he does have a couple of injuries that were problematic? Is there something that these guys know more than the people on the outside? Is it something worth giving them up for? Do you get people to kind of support Chet and build around him instead? Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's a tough division that they're in. So, keeping Shea there probably necessarily won't be. The best idea at the same time, he may not want to stay there any longer. He may want to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's it's tough because, I mean, right now where he's where the trajectory is with him, I mean, he's, he's slated to make his first All Star game. He might even start. It's it's interesting with him though what you what you do with him though because, I mean, what what defines a superstar? You know what I mean? Like, you have a guy right now that's averaging thirty one five and six. I mean. It, those those are like prime MJ numbers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like you look at his stats, like this guy's. I didn't realize he's shooting fifty percent from the field, and he's actually averaging ninety three percent from the line. So like you know what I mean? Like the the numbers that he's putting up at this rate, it's it's it seems pretty sustainable based on the the way he plays. And what do you do in that sense, right? Like like I think Oklahoma's in a, in a situation where it's like okay, we're rebuilding, but you know, we want we want to you know get on this this Wembenyama lottery, but these sweepstakes. But I mean, this guy is really hooping right now. You know, like do you do you still because I mean, if you trade Shea right now, you're still going to be you're you're going back to winning like fifteen to twenty games. You know what I mean? Like like every year, like how like how they've been doing. But the way this guy's made that leap, like it kind of forces them. And and the thing with them is they got so much draft picks as you mentioned that I mean, do you really want to like? I guess commit to the bottom. You know what I mean? Like he's doing too well right now. So I don't know if you if you sell high at this point or do you just kind of really build around him? Because I think you can. I think there's a case where you can build around this guy. You know what I mean? Well, what do you think, Greg? Well, well, at some point for OKC, they got to they got to get a baseline, and I think he's their baseline. Uh, I think he's proven. You said. Is he a superstar? Yeah, for sure. I think he's a superstar. Uh, if anybody had told me. I would be saying that like when he was coming into the league. Hell no, I wouldn't have been saying that. If anybody tells you that they thought it as well, hell no, they're lying. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anybody saw this coming, but he's taken more than one leap. He's taken two or three. And uh, for his draft class, like I, I can't recall who was in his draft class, but he's probably uh, on top of his draft class right now if they were to redraft. I mean, the kid to me, he's a superstar. Not only is he putting up numbers, but he's, I think he's like top three and scoring in the paint. Yeah, in the in the league, like the way he's scoring is like going back to the old school way of scoring, scoring just efficient, 
uh, doing it, you know, the old school way. He's like, he's not shooting a lot of threes. He takes a handful of threes a game, but he's, he's, he makes them when he takes them. Um, to me, he's a superstar. And I think at, at some point, to be bottom feeders for all this time, OKC's got to set a baseline. They got a kid who's definitely shown that he can he can be that guy, and they can build around. Um, and th- I mean, the team is so young. If you get rid of him, I mean, he's young himself. What is he like, twenty four or something? Yeah. So he's he's pretty he's pretty young himself. So like, you get rid of him, you got a bunch of like really young kids. Um, I mean, that it's another two three years before they know how to to play in this in this league and how to win in this league. I mean, he's like, again, he's young, but he's shown that he can do it. He's shown that he can lead them. And he's doing it against everybody, yeah. like day in and day out. Everybody he's giving them, he's giving them buckets, you know? So I think you stay with him. He just signed that big contract. Let that play out, see how it goes. And you, you gotta, you, you gotta give your fans something, something to, to, to come to the games for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I think you keep him. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, when you when you look at, I mean, what defines a superstar to you? Because like for me, you know, is it is it salary? You know, that's a check mark right there for him. Is it commercial appeal? You know, basically, basically like on on style and swagger. I, he already has that in spades, and and I think it would be showcased larger if he was in a bigger market. But being that he's in OKC, you're you're not really seeing the effects of that right now in terms of commercial appeal, which I think is probably going to be coming to him just now if it hasn't already. You know, is it competitiveness? I mean. To me, I don't know if if you guys want to play the comparison game, but he kind of reminds me of like remember when Gilbert Arenas got to the Wizards and he went from like 18, 19 points a game to like all of a sudden he was doing thirty in like less than two years, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and to me, he's kind of become that. Like you don't, you know, everybody likes to say like you know somebody has to score the bucket, somebody has to get the stats when you're on a bad team, right? And I can understand when you're like a twenty point scorer, you can make that excuse. But you don't average 25 a game in, in the league, no matter what team you play on, and that's just because somebody has to get the stats. And this man is averaging 31. You know, so to me, that tells me that is his, his confidence is extremely high. He's mastered his game right now. He, he's, he's un, he understands the technical aspects of, of getting to the line. And on top of that, you got to be in great shape to maintain that like night after night. You know what I mean? So to me, I'm like, this is I, I'm kind of like if if I'm um, I forgot I forgot the um, the GM's name for um, for OKC. I'll, it'll come to me in a minute. But like if, if I, oh, sorry, who was it in? Uh, Presti. Yeah, Sam, Sam Presti. Presti. Yeah, Sam Presti. So if like if I'm Sam Presti, I got to start thinking now, like, OK, like what I have here now was like this is elite right now. Like, do I really want to scrap this? Like I, I got to start thinking. Like maybe we have enough right now. Maybe, maybe Chet is a Wembenyana light. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's a Wemby light, maybe. You know. And then you got Giddy. Like we're forgetting about guys like Josh Giddy. We're forgetting about Lugens Dort. You know what I mean? Jalen Williams. Like they got some. They got some players on this on this team, and they're winning. Like that game they played last. Uh, I think earlier in the week against Atlanta, it was. Basically, because of Shea is why they won that game. And they were down like 15, and he basically just willed them back to win, right? And that's a pretty good Atlanta squad, even though they're kind of having their issues too. But, I mean, there's for a team like OKC, like that's that's a big win, and that was on the road too, you know? So I, I, I actually like the Atlanta game because 
you know, you got two elite guards on the other end, right? Right, right. And one that plays like Serious D, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like I said, man, I I think it's a situation where it's like, you know, for him right now, you, you, you get your money, what you got, you just get better. You build your foundation in one place. You, you kind of follow that Lillard path, like in terms of just being in one place right now and just just build build your name in the community, build your name up with the team, with the franchise, have everybody thinking anytime they think of OKC, they thinking of you. And then you're building leverage later because if you're if you're still stockpiling all this talent within yourself and and you're you know you're getting all these accolades and everything else, if you want to change paths later and play for somebody else, there's going to be a, a, like many teams that are going to be coming for you. You know what I mean? Uh, again, I, I I didn't see this coming. <laughs> I, I took my hat to him because the kid is the kid is balling. Even from uh, even from uh, with the Clippers, just before they traded him that year. No, but I didn't see. Like I knew he was going to hold his own in the league, but yeah. to be averaging thirty plus, like, oh, right, right. you know, that's crazy. And I was like, again, I don't think anybody saw no. him averaging thirty plus. Mm-hmm. And if you if you tell if you're going to tell me you did, then I'm calling you a liar. <laughs> I, I yeah, thought so. I thought he'd be good. Like what he was averaging the last couple of years, which is about twenty three, twenty four, somewhere around there. I thought, mm. I thought, like even I thought that was fast, but I thought, like, yeah, like he's gonna be that kind of player, at the very, at the very least. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I'm with you. I wasn't expecting this. Like, this is crazy. Like I said, OKC's got some real talent, man. Like they got some real good young talent coming up. And what, what do you guys think of Chet though? Because I'm still kind of like on the fence with him. Um, from what I saw, basically with Chet, um. I think he'll do well. He's just got to put some meat on his bones, man. He, he's going to get – I mean, the game is too quick now. So, even off of the endurance perspective, I don't think his body would be able to handle the schedule, NBA schedule. Mm-hmm. So, for, for him, it might be it might be a blessing in disguise that he actually got injured because now he can actually physically get better, put on some muscle, and then from there kind of, you know, work his way up in terms of how to, you know, be ready for the league because now he can just kind of see – what what the schedule's like um through this first year and then kind of get that veteran um leadership from from others and then kind of just adjust to it in his his first official first year and then play against others i mean you can get scouting reports see how to go ahead and go about the game at that but again it's you can watch a game but being in shape and then being in game shape is completely different so Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he'll have he'll have the rest, but at the same time, I think the knowledge that he'll gain off of just being um, surrounded um, by these guys will be more more vital if anything. So I think he'll be all right. I agree with Anthony in regards to sometimes it's good when you when you can sit on a year. It's kind of like a redshirt year yeah. in college. You know, sometimes you grow, get stronger, visually watch the game, see what's going on, and you know, learn behind the scenes. But regardless, I don't think his weight would have been an issue i think the nope. league no nah, i think the league plays in his favor um it's not like he's gonna go out there and, and be you know uh, in a the center bank. position and bang it in the big he's gonna mm-hmm. handle the ball outside he's gonna shoot his jumpers you know he's got a, a a good enough touch from outside that it's gonna be respected that you're gonna have to come out he's gonna take his two dribbles pull up i think the kid can play um i think it's it's interesting now you know you're gonna have the next year or two, you're going to have three 
legit seven footers who are who are playing, you know, small ball. You know, it's it's almost like the, the new wave that's coming in. So it's going to be interesting, how, you know, how the league adapts to that. But um, I, you know, it's not a it's it's not a bang all and um in the post league anymore. So you know, it's just it's, it kind of reminds me when Kevin Durant came in. I'm not comparing him to Kevin Durant. But when Kevin Durant <laughs> came in, everybody was like, he's too skinny, he's too skinny, he's going to get mashed up, he's going to get mashed up. And I was like, the kid is too skilled at his height to for you to affect this game, you know? But do you, um, but do you, feel, I, but do you feel that way watching? I'm, like, again, I know you're not comparing them, but do you feel that way watching Chet? Because I'm, yeah, I'm still on the fence I, I, a little bit. I, like Defensively, I think he's 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 got it, though. Defensively, yeah, he's got I, it, but... I think offensively, I think he's going to give you problems because he's got his length is there and he can, he can take his two, three dribbles. He can, he can definitely dribble. He can definitely handle the ball, especially for his size. He's yeah. going to get, he's going to get his looks. Once you, once you rise up and a six, seven guys playing you, what are you going to do? You know, you're going to bump him in the waist. You're going to get the foul. He's going to go to the line. Any kind of bump in this league, you, you're going to go to the foul and you're going to get the foul anyhow. So like that that length is hard to a skilled player with that length. It, uh, that's on in a league that's calling touch fouls. Come on, he's he's gonna get his he's gonna get his his buckets. Yo, but yeah, it, it, like like I said, I guess it, I guess it's the system, right? Because watching him play at Gonzaga, I mean, there was some games where I'm like, are we sure this is like the surefire number one pick? You know, but I know yeah, sometimes because, a system, I know sometimes a system yeah, could do that. College too. ball is totally yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. That, I know it could do that too. Because when you watch them in summer league, you're like bringing the ball up, yeah. up and then up the court, shooting threes, talking shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. This is this is entertainment. College ball isn't entertainment. Yeah, you know, college ball the coaches rule, NBA the players rule, and the people are playing, paying to see the players. That this this is totally different. This game is made for kids like that. But but speaking of which, though, like I, I've been making the joke since since uh, the season started that with all uh, the 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 Wembenyama highlights, like does Bobo watch them and get annoyed because he was that guy coming into Oregon with that similar uniqueness? You remember? Like I mean, I mean, you talked about this, Curtis. This guy's averaged what twenty one and ten in the Pac ten, Pac twelve. Sorry, breaks his foot. He falls all the way to the second round. He gets bumped around the league. This is like his third team right now. And now he's on a team that's that's kind of let him loose right now, right? He's averaging like about 11 and 7. And every every game he's making an impact on either side of the floor, if not both ends every night. But if I'm Bobo, do I do I feel hate or happiness seeing Wemby get put on right now? So, Anthony, I'll start with you. Let me go second on that one, please. What's that? Let me go second on that one. He wants to. He wants to go second with that one. <laughs> yeah, I go second on that one. I, I, I think he's. He's. I think he's probably been vexed for the last two years listening to to, to this Wemby. You know, Wemby mm-hmm. kid coming in the league because again, uh, we spoke about him for so long. Um, he was an enigma in, in in high school. He went to Oregon. He showed out. He broke his leg, as you said. Or hurt his foot, whatever the case was, and all of a sudden he dropped out of the face of the earth, and I couldn't understand it. Yeah, it made no sense to me when it was happening. Like, how the hell he went to the second round? I could not figure that out. I'm like, how? Like, the NBA jumps to every All American 
high school kid. They, they give them so much leeway because of potential. And here you had a 7-2 kid who was shooting it, doing fadeaway threes at Oregon, and everybody forgets about him because he hurts his leg. And he, now he's injury prone. And mm-hmm. uh, like I, I think this, uh, I think this, this, this whole Wembley thing is just probably having full foaming at the mouth, waiting for his, his opportunity, which he's getting now. You know, so I mean, it, I think it will be great to see him battle with Chet, battle with Wimby. Uh, like it'll be a freak show. It's like King Kong and Godzilla just just destroying buildings on like on a regular uh, basis. That, that I mean, the, the kids, the kids balling, man. The kids, like. What is the, I just pulled out a stat. He's, he's shooting 41 percent from threes right now. Wow, sixty percent overall, 41 percent from threes. Averaging twelve. Like, like, come on, the kid, the kid can play, man. You know, yeah, he like, can play. He's he, he, twelve he, and five, twelve point five. He he's got like forty one from threes. That's crazy. He still has to polish, you know, polish the edges out though. Rough neck. Like, he's still a little rougher on the edges. Like when you watch that Raptor game and. I mean, there was there was a play where he was trying to take Van Vliet off the dribble, and he ended up running himself out of bounds. You know what I mean? But like, Wemby Wemby is more polished; he's more clean. Mm. But to that, he's been playing, and that's to give the French credit in their system, right? Yeah, he's, he's been playing pro pros for so long and against real men, and like he's he's more polished. You can see his game is more, more polished. But Ball's got a, like his upside is 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 really good. He's 7'2", he's shooting 41.3 from three points from the three-point line. But you know That's 60% overall. But you know what's crazy, though? When when the season started, I remember to a man, every player, including, and I mean, including Paulo himself, was, like, really talking highly about Bobo. You know, and I, and mm. I was like, yeah, like, even when the season was starting, I'm like, yo, he's got to be watching these highlights. Like, yo, what the hell is going on here, man? Like, what, what do I have to do to get noticed? Because, again, like, he went from, when he went to Denver, he didn't play at all. He got traded to Detroit, barely played there. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like to start off the season, it was like you can see he came with a, with an edge. And I think some of it has to do with that. So I, I think it's a mixture of both like hate and happiness because I think it was it's a motivating factor where, he, where he's probably tired of hearing Victor's, Victor's name. But at the same time, it's, it's putting that shine and that automatic comparison just based on their, their style of play and their size. The uniqueness, it's it's kind of putting it into play that like, yo, this could be a thing next year. You know, but but I'm happy for him though, because like to your to your point, there was no reason why he should have dropped that far. If I was like even like late first round, like the Raptors, I'm thinking like I, I was surprised the Raptors didn't grab him. Yeah. I was like, Yes, he's swollen, he's picking it. And I was like, Oh my god. Like did he I say, couldn't believe he, he, he fell that low. Did he say something in the in the in the combines? Like, you know, the workouts? Like what did he say? What did he do? You know, like shit. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. Batch, you're kind of quiet. I know you said you wanted to wait. <laughs> yeah, nah. Because I the, the, the a reason why I wanted to wait is because I just wanted to hear what your your take was on it. Okay. Um, and this is no way, no way, shape, or form of of hate. But in terms of he's putting up numbers, but then going against defensive teams, he disappears. Mm. So Milwaukee. He takes only four shots, scores two points, two boards, two assists. Yes, yeah. Um, Cleveland, three points, one for three, one three pointer, seven boards, but I believe there was no Jared Allen there. Um, four turnovers, two blo- uh, three blocks, two steals. The first time so, he played them, he played well though. 
Didn't he have about 18 the first time they played against Cleveland? Uh, First time they played Cleveland, he had 9, 9 and 10. Oh, yeah, 9 and um, Okay, there you go. So, so he, like, when I, I, I feel that the scouting report is not out on him yet. So he's doing what he should be doing. But I feel that when that scouting report is now his, and he's and he's on it, I think a lot of that will change, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's his game is more so he has one or two moves. He doesn't have enough counters for him to adjust his game so that he can become problem. He, I mean, his measurements alone are problem are problematic. But when it comes game time, is he able to adjust to what to what he's seen on the court? So I think that Milwaukee game alone. Being that that was the last game they, they had, he has been killing. And then to have two points and only two boards, I find that. I mean, I, they're, they're I, like I, the I, best I team. They're, they're the best defensive team in the league, though, with size. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, now, but now let's put it, let's put it this way Milwaukee almost lost to them. They didn't blow them out. I would expect that to be a blowout. But Orlando still held their own. So, something. They did something right, at least to slow them down, but he wasn't so much of of a factor. To or I should I, I shouldn't say that on paper he's not so much of a factor, but the numbers he would put up in other games, you see it. So unless you're watching these games, you you, you don't really see it unless you're watching pretty much. I, I didn't I didn't watch it. Did he get in foul trouble? I just looked at his stats. He only played nineteen minutes. Nineteen 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 minutes. Only had one foul. So I think. Because he he plays it's either he's only match, he's matched up either against because there's no Brooke Lopez that game so he's either matched up against uh, Bobby Portis or Giannis. So that right there alone, the matchups are going to be difficult for him. Yeah, they're going to so, beat him up. That and there it is, and then it goes back to what I was saying with Chet, with 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 the size. So necessarily, the size may not be an issue, but when it comes to matchups, that's where. That's where the problem comes in. I I I think the one thing with Bobo where where he kind of differs from from uh, from Victor is is the is on is on the defensive side of the floor. He's not the he's not like for for all the size and stuff. He's not the greatest defensively. You know what I mean? Where, where you see highlights. So I mean, they're playing in different leagues, but when you see like Wemby, he looks like the timing, everything is like he's got it. Like you know you know that looks like it could translate to the next level. Whereas with him, you feel like. He still has to work on. It. I'm not saying he can't get there, but it, he, it looks like he still has to like. He doesn't have the same passion for it the way that Victor does, at least defensively. Mm. You know what I mean? At least from Wait, what, when, from what I could see. Wendy's about to be the next Chico, next to Steph. From what from what I've seen, what that guy's doing, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a seven footer other than Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's clean. He's clean with it. Yeah. yeah. He's clean. I, I, I just want to see when these guys mature. Mm-hmm. Like oh, five years down the yeah, what it looks like. It's gonna five years down the line, what it looks like. Because that that one, I think I sent it to you, Kurt. That one where there was a loose ball and and he, and he basically went through everybody between his legs like Steph, and mm-hmm. then shot the mm-hmm. one legged three, all in one sink. Like mm-hmm. when you see that, it was it's like you you kind of like shit. Because my, my thing with Victor is, and, I'll, and I'm still going to hold on to this a little bit, where the talent is undeniable, 
my the thing I always question is: Is he going to even somebody like him? Because even though he's lanky, you see, you can, you see, you can see us like a like a decent frame to him, at least a, a more solid frame than like a Bobol or a Chet. But my problem is any guy that's seven four plus playing in the NBA always have injury history, like all the way down. And he's seven four. So my my thing is: Is he going to last? And if he does, I'm not saying he can't. But if he does. He's probably going to be the first seven four guy to like have a, a lengthy career that doesn't get hurt. Most of these guys always, and right down to your your ex teammate Curtis Rick Smith, always got yeah. foot problems, especially when they're, they're lanky and stuff like that. You know, for Brazingas to Sean Bradley to you know what I mean, like everywhere. You, for, to, and, then, and then from like you know, um, um, Ilgostis to 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 Yao Ming, like there's all these guys that are that tall. They always have lower extremity injuries, so that's why I'm like. I'm still like, as much as I love the highlights, I'm kind of like, okay, is he is he going to have a healthy career? Ralph Sampson's another one. Mm. Right? So that that to me is like where I'm like, I just want to see, I, I need to see like if he's going to, you know, I'm not even talking like the next 10 years, but even like two, three years, is he going to play like 75 plus games? Like, is that going to be a thing? Well, that's, that's the, that's the um, what do you call it? Uh, the whole Zion thing too. Mm, yeah. He's gonna stay healthy, but the talent is so enormous. You roll the dice. You gotta, you gotta take it. <laughs> you, you gotta take so, it. But hold on, can't they just play him the same way that Denver plays? They're big and Jokic. Jokic is the last one coming down. Sets up the offense, runs it out. But now, yeah. But this this kid is is his whole game is he plays quick. I don't think he's. I don't think he can slow it down for his just to save his his, his health. He's gonna instinctively he's gonna run the court. Instinctively yeah. he's yeah. gonna play hard. And I but think you can't, the, you can't you can't you can't you can't slow that down. But as a franchise, you may have to, especially if the if statistics show that these bigs are continuously getting hurt, you may have yeah. to play it that way. Yeah, but that's but that's almost like the story where there are people are like, Oh, you should shut it down and just train to get the, you know and wait for the NBA. And he was like, "Nah, I'm playing." I'm yeah, playing. I, I don't. He's a competitor. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't agree with. Yeah, that. yeah I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't right, do. You know? that. I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, yeah. Not a He's whole a season. Not a whole. It was a no. tournament or something. Maybe one thing. Yeah. But a whole season? I don't know. You can't do that. So, so, uh, so, let me ask you this question: Then, if you have, if you're playing against a team such as Golden State, where they're averaging 104 possessions a game, and or let's say playing against OKC, I think I think they're the I think they're one of the fastest paced teams in the leagues right now. In the right. league right now, mm-hmm. so he plays. He plays. He goes up against OKC. Do you run him at their pace, or do you say, "No, no, we're gonna slow these guys down. We want you to trail a lot." And you know what? Bring their bigs out. Have Chet guard you from the outside because Chet is more dangerous in the inside. Make him guard you on the perimeter. Get him in foul trouble. Now it turns into again it goes back to the whole matchup thing. So. But so that's all matchups, though. That's game to game, like you know. Yeah. So, but now, so uh, how many teams are actually running quick now? Because again, some, some, some like that. Like, who knows what team will end up getting this night? Because I feel like yeah, there's so, yeah, man, man, there's so I, many teams trying to trying to like fight their way down to the bottom to the bottom right. of the pit. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard to say which one will be Detroit. Detroit's a good Detroit's a good nominee, though. I'll tell you that much. I, I have, I, no, he better not go there. 
who would you who would you want to see? Who would you want to see him at? I want to see him in Utah. Really? In Utah? Why? Yeah, I want to see him in Utah. You want to know? Because the thing is, myself, and I'm pretty sure everyone else thought that Utah had zero chance of winning any of these games. And the thing is, they've actually shown more so because they play committee basketball. That ball moves. They're able to win games. So you have someone like that. They're missing a big. They have Kessler, who I feel is a sleeper. That guy's pretty nice. But I don't think he has it in him to play a solid 30 minutes. Now, you put Victor out there, pair him up with marketing, and then you have, um, I'm pretty sure Clarkson will be gone by that time. But then you got those other guys. Uh, what's the, the kid from Kansas that hasn't really getting a lot of burn? But on the defensive end, he can do it. So I feel like on Utah, he'll flourish more because Utah, in a sense, they're in the Western Conference. A lot of the, there's, there's not a lot of bigs that are quick. They all, like, a lot of them play on the outside other than Jokic. Unless I'm missing somebody. Everybody else plays in the paint. He would end up creating a lot of mismatches for the Western Conference alone. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to play small ball with him. So they end up would actually, they would make themselves a, a prime team to actually make the playoffs at least. Not saying they'll win the championship, but their rebuild will get sped up. They're they'll ninth. They're back. ninth right now. They're actually in the playing. They're like yeah, but see, twelve. But, but they, they, they lost. They lost the last bunch of their games though. That they're 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 sliding down. There you go for a reason. Yeah, they, they started off on fire. And it's almost like, like, wait a minute, you guys really that good? And it makes you think, like, let me watch a couple of these Utah games. They're really not that bad. But then now, how they're starting to slide, I'm like, yeah, this is starting, starting to make sense now. Because you already know, commissioners already keep an eye on it. I don't want teams tanking personally to get this guy. Well, let's be serious. They want this guy. I, I just, I mean, at the end of the day, I just hope he doesn't go to Detroit because Dwayne Casey's rotation scheme is just horrible. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, I don't want to go there. That brings back some <laughs> bad memories. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yo, you know what was crazy about about that? Because we have, you know, I, I, you know, I'm all for my black coaches. I'm like Dave Chappelle with the black actors. You know, like with the Chappelle show. Like I, I, I ride with black coaches all day. But, but the, like the way what's his face started hooping the moment he left, um, Siakam. Like, the moment he left and the moment he started, it was like, yo, this guy's an all-star. You're just like, damn, Casey, you really couldn't see that? And I, and I, and I remember the comments was, was hilarious because he was, he, he was, like, you know, hinting that Nurse is just basically doing the same thing that he was doing the whole time. But he's like, I'm like, yeah, but you weren't, you weren't playing Siakam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you can say what you want to say, but you weren't playing. Siakam was coming off the bench still. And to your point, like, you know, and, and it's kind of like almost like with Golden State where Mark Jackson had, you know, like everybody was, you know, and I love Mark Jackson for what he did with Golden State, but he wasn't playing Draymond Green. He, like it was, it was only when it was only when uh, Steve Kerr started playing him. That's when he became Draymond. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. what were you guys kind of waiting on? Because it was like it happened the next. It wasn't like two, three years later. It happened the next year. So, I mean, if, if Detroit gets somebody like Victor, I mean, he's not going to have a choice. He's going to have to play him. Or he's gonna just he's gonna get fired like immediately. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't know if I want to see him to go to Detroit either. Either I I think it would be interesting if he if he got to the Spurs. I think if he if he got to just look at the the right now like even Houston. Actually, I don't know Orlando, if I want to go to Houston. Orlando. 
him and Bobo together. What with Paulo? With Paulo. Him, Bobo, and Paulo. <laughs> Who, who's getting me. the touches? Who's getting the touches? That team is getting too it's getting too crowded now. Yo, I don't care. That'll just be crazy. Who cares about the touches? I just want to see that I'll be freakish. Okay. Well, you say that, but what is Ben what is Ben Carroll nope. gonna say about that? Listen, what, listen, I'm just I'm just dreaming. I'm just just okay. let me dream All for right. a bit. You know you know you know you know who wouldn't be happy about that? Bobo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh he'll that's, be pissed because he'll be the, he'll be on the short end of the stick between between the yeah. three of them. Yeah, it'd be Denver all over again. The twin towers, man. Like we'll, we'll go back to, to Akeem and, and Samson. No, that, that, nope. nah. Oh, you, oh, you really went back. You said Akeem and Samson. Jeez, <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> I thought you gonna. I, I thought you gonna hit off with Tim Duncan and, and Derrick Robinson. Like you were. Really and that's why I don't. And that's why I don't want to see him go. I don't want to see him go to Spurs. But I just, I just. You don't want to see him go to Spurs. No, you don't think no. he would develop well at the Spurs with the Spurs? Yeah, I, you know what? Because I just, I, I think um, Popovich and them played the system so well. Mm. They're gonna end up getting them, and I don't want to see it. They played the system too well. <laughs> they got rid of their pieces, set this shit up, you know. Now they're in last place again. You know, they fooled him. every, they oh, fooled yeah. everybody, they fooled everybody at the beginning. They're, well, he's they're, they're, they're the second worst team in the league right now. He said it from the beginning of the season, though. He said, "Listen, I, I, I don't expect us to win games." Yeah, I know. He, too, he said that. Yeah. They're too young. <laughs> He's gonna get another Tim Duncan again. Hey man, but hold on. A lot of people weren't on Tim Duncan like that, though. Tim Duncan was the man. When, Are you kidding? No, Tim no, Duncan was the man coming no, out of college. When he came, no, no, when he came out of college, though, how many people were coming after Tim Duncan? Though? Oh no, 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 they were, they were. Were they? Tim Duncan oh, was oh, Tim Duncan yeah. was the man. Hell yeah. Tim Duncan was the man He could have been the number one player from his from his sophomore year. He, he stayed four years. He like yeah, the only Tim reason Duncan why he didn't guy. he was the number one player is because he didn't want to come out of college. Yeah, Tim, Tim Duncan was, nah, he, he, was, was he was big dog. And 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 think about it, he was an all NBA player, first team his rookie year. So yeah. like yeah, nah. Every everybody wanted that. I don't. I don't remember what the he, hype was, but nah. Every. But I mean, I me- remember when. I mean, they tanked too, right? Unanimous. Unanimous. First. <laughs> you think? You think if, if he didn't if he didn't go first, you think he would have went second to Philly? Who? Tim? Tim Duncan. If he didn't get drafted number one, do you think he would have went he, number two? He's Tim. Tim Duncan coming no. out like if somebody wasn't stupid enough to take him first, the other person would take the best player available. Tim Duncan. What? But listen to what you just said. If they were dumb enough not to take him, the same way they took Samson over Jordan. Oh, you mean Elijah one? You mean? No. No, it was Elijah, Elijah, one. Elijah one. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah one. It was Elijah one. It wasn't Samson. Samson. Yeah, it wasn't Samson. Samson. No, it wasn't Samson. It wasn't Samson. It wasn't Samson. It wasn't Samson. It was, the, the Houston no. took Elijah one over Jordan. Was that what it was? Yeah. Okay, and, and you want to? You can argue. You can argue yeah. that move, but but then it worked out. Yeah, I was gonna say you, know? you took him over him, but I'm like, this is Houston mad? Not really. No, no. sorry, no, sorry, not Hakeem Olajuwon. No, I'm getting mixed up. 
Sam Bowie getting getting picked up over Jordan. And that's what I meant. Oh, because they, they had Drexler. They had Drexler the the, the year before. Uh, uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, they 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 had Drexler already, and like yeah, Drexler was up and coming, and then at that time the league was bigs. You know, you play through your bigs, right? The Sam Bowie, Sam Bowie. Uh, you know, if the injuries didn't happen, it's you know we we, we could have been talking about him right now about being one of the one of the top ten big guys of all time. He was that nice coming out of college. Yeah, the guy was yeah, the guy, the guy was was legit. Soft hands can can score in the post, can defend, didn't fall out, smart. The guy can play. But his body was made out Sambu of glass. Was, yeah, Sambu was the real deal. But that's the I mean, it's funny because you can look at you can look at OKC too, right? With um like if they get the number one pick, like do they draft him as well and, and just pair him with Chet? And and that of course Shea? That would be I would have the question. If you have the number one pick, you take the best player and you yeah. figure that shit out. Yeah. But, yeah. but then what do you, but, but oh my gosh. That would be weird. If, if you if you don't want if you don't want both, like if if you make up your mind and say you, you they, both of them can't play together, then you get rid of Bobo. But you know, no, I'm talking about OKC now. Forget Orlando. I'm talking, oh, talking about, about OKC. Oh, yeah. talking about OKC. Okay. Because if they get if they get Chet, so, like if they have they already have Chet, if they get Victor with Chet, Chet like do they do they like if they get them one pick? Do they do they pair them up together? Yeah, Poku. With Poku. Yep. Oh, yeah, what yeah, are we Pogu, doing? Well, they'll yeah. trade Poku in a heartbeat. Yeah. Would you? Would you really though? I mean, yeah, we I come know. off the bench. He know he knows he's not gonna. You know, like he knows it's not geared for him to 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 beat a man. I'm trying to figure out why he's not getting the playing time. Yeah, he's he's a, and he's a seven footer too, right? But he's I, like, but but I'm but, but I'm thinking too. Like, can you imagine if OKC got the number one pick and decided they didn't want to keep him? Do you, can you imagine the the amount of picks they would get back? I mean, no Lord knows you already have a million. But I'm just saying right. it, it would just be even right. crazier. Whoever gets first pick, there he's going first. It's a given. It's it's a given. It's not even. It don't even think about anybody can go in second. There's no way in hell. <laughs> well, we, we there's no way in hell. Well, we're we're talking about the bottom, but let's 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 take it back to the top. Like, did you think Boston Milwaukee would have been head and shoulders above the rest of the above the rest of the league this early in the season? No, for both or, or for Boston? <laughs> Just for Boston. Okay. <laughs> you know what I. I'm not. I'm not too surprised just because they they went as far as they did. And usually, when you make a run like like you did and fall flat, like in your, on your face that badly, you learn a lot from that from that experience. And I figured they would have learned a lot from that experience of, of losing as they did last year in the playoffs in the finals. Even, um, even with all the Ime Udoka shit. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't think I didn't. I didn't think they. You know what? I I thought the the Udoka thing would have threw them off a bit, but at the same time, I wouldn't. They're seasoned. Those guys have been there. How, how long those two guys have been there together now? Actually, it's about year six. The three of them. Yeah, the three of them. Because you got to throw in smart. Like he's a key yeah. to that to that to that thing as well. And then you throw in um, the kid from from the Pacers. You know who, who's got some Brogdon. some yeah, good experience. Yeah, like even though Yudoka isn't there, the players are on the court. 
like those guys are the ones who are, are putting the work on the court. Um, I'm not surprised where they, I'm not surprised where they're at. Those guys have went through the fire. They've, they've went through the fire already. So I'm not surprised where at, where they're at right now. It's, it's still early, and they're coming in. They're coming in with their team intact, ready to roll. Um, you know, the Yudoka thing, yeah, that was a big thing. But I'm not surprised. Milwaukee, what about, which I, I still don't understand the, why they did that press conference. But go on. Sorry, go on. Go on, Anthony. <laughs> I still don't understand why they did that press conference for Yudoka. But go on. Go on. Sorry, go on. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> what, 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 about, <laughs> what, what about... What about the loss of uh, the defensive identity they had from last year? Though they're not that same defensive team they were from last year. Though that's why I'm that's why I said I'm shocked. Mm, okay. Um, well, well, you know what this this league is about offense, huh? so not until not until you get, but but once you get to the finals, uh, that's a whole different ballgame, though. Yeah, but but, but we're talking about but we're talking about their start in the, in the regular season. They will make their name or not make their name again in the playoffs. Let's see what happens. But right now, coming into the regular season, it is just it is what it is. It's the regular season. For some, it ain't shit. Right? So. I, I don't know. Like, to, to me, I think one of the things I find amazing is that, I mean, if you guys remember, not even not even a year ago, maybe like 10 months, 11 months ago, every media pundit, every, every, every commentator, every analyst – was calling for the breakup of, of Tatum and, and Brown. I know. Which everybody, I understand. everybody, and and you know I don't I don't like to toot my own horn, but you know I, I have to say I absolutely stated on at least a couple of these episodes that to me it never made sense because I'm like they're young, right? Like Brown and Tatum are so young still, even with all the all the the accomplishments they got in terms of you know they made what. Um, Prior to prior to that talk, they made two conference finals. They were, in, I think, two in the last three years, something like that. They've been in the playoffs. They've been through through wars. So it's like, why would you break that up? Like, I don't. It'd be one of those things if they were like, you know, going in their eighth or ninth year. It just seems like they're just not getting it. But at this point, they're like they're still in year four or five or whatever it is, right? Like, why? Like that's too. It's still a little too young to 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 break that up together, especially when they're they're so they're so young still. I never understood that, right? To see where. Everybody is now where they're like, oh, my God, they're the best team in the league and Tatum's the MVP and all this stuff. But I'm laughing because like 11 months ago, everybody, everybody wanted these guys to split up. And I just didn't think they'd be this dominant this fast because honestly, I was I wasn't sure how they were going to respond to Mazzullo. Right. But I guess because the structure that he may put in, it's, it's already in place. I think he's just kind of following the blueprint, but he's added some more things as well, too. Right. And. You know, you add the gas of, of them losing in the finals, you know, especially with Tatum. People were talking shit about him. I remember you, Curtis, was making a – you made a point last summer where you were talking about how, um, if I remember correctly, you were talking about how Tatum needs to stop following Kobe and just be Tatum. I don't know if you yeah. remember – you remember that? Yeah. 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 That, was, that was one of my nuggets, yeah. Yeah, one of your few, one of your few <laughs> chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's the, but that's the whole thing, right? Like, there was – all those things that he had, like where people were talking shit about him and, and the decision making and, you know, and, and trying to like, you know, alter this spirit of Kobe into his body. It was like, OK, like enough. And now he's like, mm. he's just become Jason now. I think to me, it really speaks to their self-motivation just to get back to where they were. You know what I mean? And, and I, I got to credit Tatum because he cleaned up a lot of his shit. I, I got to credit him, though, man. But like it, to me, it's, it's shocking that they're this good 
Like, yeah, I'm not like I'm not surprised that they're one of the top two teams in the East, but like them in Milwaukee right now. Like, I mean, we expected Milwaukee to be who they are because mainly because Giannis is just insane, right? But I I didn't expect Boston to be this good. You know what I mean? Where like offensively, they're just they're just tearing teams apart offensively. Yeah, they are. They're doing they're, they're doing really really well. But again, it's I think you know the the only hiccup was with the Yuko Yudoko thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think adding Brogdon um, was was huge. When they picked that up, when they picked him up, I was like, "Wow, that's that's really really a good pickup," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I think the Brogdon thing it, it, it probably helps Smart as well in his yeah. focus. Yeah, he, and he's been you playing know? well this year too. Yeah, he's been playing. He's been playing solid, consistent. He's you know he's always a consistent player. He plays hard, hard nose, and you know he, mm-hmm. it's one of those guys you want on your team. But it was a consistency, and I think that again, the Brogdon pickup, he was like, "Oh shit, you know what? I got to do right, <laughs> you know. I got to do right," and it's worked. It's 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 working, man. Yeah, because he's still starting. I mean, most people thought when that trade yeah. happened, he was going to be coming yeah. going back to going out, coming off the bench, but he's kept his role. And and to me, as far as like Milwaukee's concerned, like you know, I, if you watch them play, they carry themselves. Like they're still the champs, you know. But I think with them, as long as they're healthy, I think they just believe that they're the best team in the league still. And you know, and think about it. I mean, it took you know. Again, we all know they took Boston to seven games without their without Middleton, right? So we all expected them to be at 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 the top of the conference. They don't care about the top seed. I think they they just care about about just being healthy. Because the way they started the season, they were like nine and 10 and zero. And I mean, you can just tell like it didn't matter. Who was there? Like just the way they just toyed with teams. Like they, they have they they play with this level of confidence that they know that number one, we know how to win, we know how to lock teams up defensively, and we got a cheat code. We got Giannis as our cheat code because every night this guy's coming with it on both ends of the floor. He just doesn't stop. He doesn't care if he gets dunked on. He doesn't care if he airballs free throws. He's still gonna give you thirty, thirteen, and six on an average night. You know what I mean? Plus steals and blocks, and and, and to me, he's not even having a, like statistic wise. He's, he's like he's actually having a slightly down year compared to like the last few years. But he just he keeps coming. You got Connaughton coming off the bench. They finally started playing Javon Carter. I think he's he's like a, a rabid dog defensively. They're they're the best defensive team in the league. You know, again, I'm not surprised by where they are, but the way they you can see like when they're like not at Middleton is back and some of these guys are coming back. You're seeing a little bit of the struggle and having the gel again. But, you know, once 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 like January, February, especially like March comes in, you could you know, this is going to be like a this this team's going to flirt with winning 60 games again. Uh, I, I think that Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles pickup is I can't I can't wait to see him. On that squad, yeah, healthy on that squad, yeah, because they're gonna get I him back by a, like after the yeah. All Star break, right? Yeah, I think that's a huge. That was a huge pickup, man. An experienced vet like that who can still play, yeah, that, that dude's tough. To me, again, like at this stage, I think they're just they're setting themselves apart from the rest of the. I would say the rest of the conference, but really, it's the rest of the league. As as crazy as the West is, I don't see. At least right now, I don't see like. Do you guys see a team in the West that that can knock these guys off right now? Oh mm-hmm. uh, man, I got no. I can't think of anybody right now on top. 
Because who's yeah, they're 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 they sh- they should come out of the East. I can't I can't see anybody. I mean, Giannis is again the, the cheat code, as you said. Um, they got so many. Their depth is so is so good, though. Um, I, I can't see anybody messing with them. With a healthy, with a health, as long as they're all healthy, Middleton, Ingles, as long as they're all healthy, I think yeah, they're, they're going to the finals. Yeah, because I just again, like I'm looking at, I'm looking at the West right now. Right now, the top four teams in the West, you got you got Phoenix, the Pelicans, the 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 Grizzlies. The Kings are really playing well so far. I mean, this was early, you know. But Denver, like even Denver, watching them last night play Dallas, like they always, Denver always has this thing where, like, at the end of games when it's close, I I never feel like they're gonna win. I always feel like something stupid is gonna happen with them. You know, and, and then last night again, like they they made a you know they made a bad defensive play, left um, Finney Smith open for the three, and then you know they end up losing the game. But it's like they're always I, every time they get real close, I just never feel like they're gonna pull it out. But but comparison to the to the rest of the to the rest of the the, the league, like they're just to me the those those two teams right now. I'm I'm still holding out hope for Golden State, but because it's early, but man, like. We're a quarter in, and we'll, you know, I don't know. It's a, I'm thinking they can snap out of it, but I'm wondering when because it's, it's a little, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I know it's early still, but I don't know. It's, it's uh, The way they play on the road is way different than how they play at home, and that's not the mark of a championship team. So before we wrap up, though, um, I just want, to, I want you guys to give me your, your surprise team and player uh, that so far in the first quarter of the season. Bat. So I guess to start with you, who do you, who do you got for like for your your surprise team, like that that's surprising you when you watch them play? Not necessarily like best record, just like you thought like the, you didn't think they were going to be that great, and they're they're better than what you expected coming in. Um, uh, I'm not going to go with Cleveland. Really? I knew they were going to be good. <laughs> I knew they're going to be good. I knew they're going to be good, but not this good. Like they're a problem. Um, in terms of if we're talking about how their team is balanced, honestly, because, and Coach, when you just mentioned who could technically take out Milwaukee, I think that would be the team to give them the biggest challenge. Just because they have the legit big, you got Evan Mobley plays his role. Then you got, I mean, the small forward position is kind of up for grabs, but you can mix that up with either a Coral, plays strictly defense, throwing Karis Bert, that can be defended. Uh, you got issues. And then you look at the shooting guard position in terms of with Donovan Mitchell, he's playing better than he was when he was at Utah. Honestly, I was, everyone mentioned about, is he a max player? And I'm, I was first to say no, to be honest with you. And now the way he's playing with Cleveland, <laughs> yeah, he looks like a max player now. Not only is he just scoring, but now he's actually distributing. I feel like he's hopped onto the defensive mindset because of those other guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then then you have Darius Garland, point guard. Can score, but looks to distribute. And I think there's a lot of things that we're not even talking about in terms of their, their death. Let's not forget about Ricky Rubio. Before he got injured last season, that guy was yeah, a he was balling. Yeah. He, was playing, he was playing crazy. <laughs> yeah. He had that whole – he had that whole – because he was balling in the national team too. Yeah. Right. And then he came so, back and he was kept it rolling. Then you have experience with Kevin Love coming off. 
Um, and then you got the other guys, pretty much. Not saying that they're minuscule, but clearly they they all have a role or a factor in in the the, the, the winning pedigree that, that's going on right now. And I would say right now they would be the surprise team because no one's really talking about them. Uh, in terms of the player, uh, I don't really have a player really that's okay. surprising. Um, in terms of in terms of playing well, uh, I would say I would like to take this and say a player that has kind of went downhill and it's pretty surpri- surprising to me right now is actually Trey Young. Really? Okay. As I look at this, yeah, as I look at this guy on the screen right now, just watching like the numbers that he's on, I think Dejounte Murray is kind of. Uh, messed up his whole his flow in terms of how he plays the game. Um, I think he's used to the usage of just him kind of running the show by himself. Mm-hmm. But now that it's kind of split up with DeJounte, I think it kind of just takes him out of the rhythm. And he seems to have a hard time trying to find that 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 rhythm to get back to where he was or where he started off in last year. I don't know. And then now, now you hear that there's issues with him and the coach, so I don't know what's going yeah. on. Which I thought was he, which, he, which I thought was disappointing though, to be honest with you. Yeah. And he, he gave that blessing. Didn't he give the blessing for the John to move? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he who has he really been playing with that has been on the same level as him really? Yeah. I think I think he's been looking for that next player that to, to kinda compliment him. But DeJounte I think his 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 style of play is different. I I don't think he was I don't think he was ready for his game, in a sense. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe the other stars should have been a forward. I would say so because I, I think I think it would have I would have fed into his his whole game because you break mm. him down from the top, throw a lob. Yeah, John John Collins is waving at both of you guys like, "Hello, <laughs> I'm, I'm no, here." I, like, <laughs> absolutely, but I think John Collins. I think he wants too much though. Mm. I think he wants a bigger role that that's not what Trey is necessarily ready to give up. And then now you bring DeJounte in, and now DeJounte is kind of like, well, no, nah, I'm going to get that role because, really, I can be just as efficient as you are, maybe not so much on the scoring end, but in every other statistical category because he'll rebound, he'll dime up. But the most important thing that DeJounte does is play defense, yeah. which Trey does not do, which would make sense. And I think that's probably where Trey was like, yeah, I'm on board with this because I play zero defense, but this guy plays. So... I don't have to worry about getting crushed by everybody because I don't play defense as well. Um, I want to say he—I don't want to say that he'll never be able to play defense because that's the same uh, storyline that was being said with Steph, and Steph has kind of picked that up. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think he's ready to take that role yet. So I think he's kind of you know, it's been—it's been difficult for him. It seems like it's been difficult for him. It's interesting because because you're, like, you're looking at—you're looking at the stats and on on paper you're. You know, you no. look at it. You're like, it's twenty. He's averaging twenty, almost twenty eight, and he's averaging almost ten assists a game. But then when you look at the the the, the use, not the usage, but the um, efficiency, he's only shooting forty from the forty percent from the field and thirty percent from three, which is like How much actually pretty three? shocking. Yeah, How much low thirties. No thirties. He's actually to to be technical. It's actually twenty nine point, like uh twenty nine percent. Oh my god, thirty percent from three. It's, I've actually been watching these Atlanta games. It's not even. It's not even looking at it on paper with the stats. So just watching them, just body language. Yeah, you can see the, the game. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he's not as aggressive as he once was. Yeah, it's like he's trying to spread the love between him and Dejounte, but yeah, it, 
it's there. It's completely thrown them off. It's not working. It's 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 kind of like they're taking turns a little bit. It's I mean yeah. it's technically working so far because of the you know uh, technically because of the fourth best team in the in the conference. But I mean they're thirteen and eleven, so it's kind of a logjam for everybody else right now outside of you know the the big two and then uh, and then Cleveland, right? But to your point, yeah, like it's 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 interesting to see. I, I think I think the shocking team right now I would say is. Well, I would say two teams for me would, would be the Pacers. Um just because everybody thought the same thing. They were they were gonna be, you know, like uh like wilding out for Wembenyama, but all of a sudden it's like they're they're thirteen and eleven as well and they're they're balling. They're in fifth place. they're in fifth place. Yeah, they're in fifth place. They're they're balling. The the other team <laughs> for me is uh, they had some injuries, so they kinda came down a little bit, but and I and I'm saying this more just based on how they play, not so much on record. But I I wasn't expecting Portland to be as entertaining to, at least to me to watch. I like I like watching yeah. Portland play. Yeah, and it's not only that because that's the West Coast man. You better get it out of here, man. Dame Lillard's a killer. No, no, I'm not, talk, no, no, no I'm not talking what, about. What? I'm not talking about Dame. I'm not talking about Dame. I'm saying the team overall, though. The team overall is actually they're they're actually nice to watch. They play hard. They're smart. They're they're, they're and they're smart offensively. Like they they go. No, but at that's it. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Dame Lillard on that team, everyone keeps talking about, oh, he's too loyal. Nah, I think he already saw what was within that team to begin with. Even when you, even when you'd ask him to put in these picks on where do you think these teams ranked out at, I think every, every list I've given you, I think I had Portland, at least in the playing. They weren't quite there yet, but they had the pieces. It's just that they need that other person to actually come in and do the job. And I think that pickup with Jeremy Grant was huge because now you got somebody he can play he can play the ball both sides i think now they're more focused on him just playing a more offensive role and then you got nurkers that can do the exact same thing he cleans up the glass they made the trade with cj mccullum because they knew hey listen man we got another guy coming up in anthony simons and <laughs> yeah anthony i didn't you know what i didn't know about anthony simons you know he put me he put me on man that kid can play he can out score the ball yeah, and he doesn't seem uncomfortable while he's doing it either. It's almost like uh-huh. he's been waiting for this to happen. Yeah, you and and you can see the tutelage from Dame and CJ as well, like in his game. You can see it. You can see <laughs> the the level of confidence he plays with. You can see like the both of those players <laughs> had an influence on him. You can see it. And also on top of that, they got three players on that team averaging over twenty a night. Right between oh, yeah. between Dame's uh, Anthony and then and then Jeremy Grant. Right, like they got three three players averaging over twenty. And I wasn't I wasn't expecting that to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then shit, we didn't even we didn't even talk about Shaden Sharp yet. We didn't even talk about Shaden. Oh, uh, like the potential that, some, kid, that I, kid has. Yeah, he's got some time. Yeah, but I like I like the position he's in because there's no rush for him to to be great. Exactly. You know, I love that position. He's in a really good spot. And and I've been I'm I'm just, I've been saying from day one what I love is that. Like you're gonna find a few better players that that's gonna embrace uh, a young guy that's gonna embrace sharing his time like a like a Dame for a guy like Shaden Sharp to 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 be under somebody to watch somebody like Dame work out and perform every day pick his brain like yo like that's that that to me is like it's a godsend for him and you're in, and I always said and you're in a you're in a you're in a quiet market you know Portland's not a big market so you don't have a lot of distractions nightlife clubs you know what i mean you know, you know what i'm saying like you don't have a ton of stuff going on in portland where it's like it's you're going to be totally distracted from from being off your game 
right? So, hey, like, hey, I, I, in comparison hey, to like a New York and a LA and those type of things, right? I'm glad you said that. Well, yeah, you gotta Real let me finish making my sentence. Real that back. Real that back. No, no, but but I'm but I'm but I'm saying though, like you don't have those distractions that would like you know what I mean for certain players that would that might hey you know what maybe they might get caught up with this thing or that thing and you know what I mean. But like where he's at, the player that he's under, that's a unique combination, man. I love it for him, and he's winning the I dunk contest. <laughs> I. I don't know, man. Listen, there's a couple of people that a lot. The, uh, there's some people that no one's talking about with the dunk competition. He's one of them, especially. I was thinking about even touching, but there's some other people with some sneak bounce. Like this Trey Murphy kid from New Orleans. Hey, he's been doing some things. I know, you know what the hell? hell? He almost took some souls from people from the Raptors. He saw the double pump he did the other day. Oh my gosh, yo, <laughs> this guy's different, man. And he can shoot the ball too. He can yeah, play. yeah. Oh, the the man. the Pelicans are solid, man. The Pelicans are solid, and they haven't really been totally healthy. Because I mean, I have Ingram on my fantasy team; he's missing a bunch of time so far. You know what I mean? And so, let me give you my 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 picks here. Before I lose my train of thought, getting old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for for me, it's uh, it's I'll go the other way with it. So to me, it's the Warriors. That, that's, that's a surprise team for me. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't I I was. One that was preaching that the Warriors are going to come out on fire this year because yeah. the because the young kids are going to are going to you know step up into the fourth in the forefront mm-hmm. and they're going to they were going to be allowed to step up in the forefront and do their thing. Um, I don't know. Right now, I would love to be a fly on the wall in 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 the Warriors organization to understand to fully understand what the hell happened with the progression of these guys that I was expecting to take a big jump this year these young cats i don't know what happened but ultimately something did happen i mean sending a young boy down back to the league down to the g league they, they just I called him back up too they just brought him back up just so him i him thought up. he was going to be he was going to be a big reason why they're going to take that big jump you know um so to me that's that's my uh, that, that's my surprise team man that, that's my surprise team I, i'm I'm confused to why the you know the, they're they're playing who they're playing at what time and guys are in some guys like some games guys are like getting five minutes or ten minutes a game yeah. and I'm like I can't figure it out why it's happening. Kerr and them are smart people, so I have to say something is going on that we're not seeing um, that we can't figure out we can't relate to. And then that's why it's happening. Because um, it's not like just one player, up. too. It's like all. It's like three it's, of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the three guys, young guys that I expected to take a big leap and and taking the mantle from the next group of guys. From uh, can, can you hear me? Or did I just, did no, I just, no, you can hear you. So no, yeah. Um, so that's my surprise team, anyhow. Um, in regards to this, my surprise. Surprise individual, I would say uh, Laurie Markinen. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, I would say Laurie Markinen. I think he's, uh, you know, from from this summer, I was peeking him, and I'm, it's just funny because uh, Batch, I, I agree with you with the um, with the Cleveland pick. Uh, I really, I really, really enjoy watching Cleveland play, yeah. and I think they're going to do really well this year. And I think their future is crazy bright. Um, I love, I love their players. Um, 
what's his name is almost a bigger surprise to me. Um, like you were bash, I was saying, I was like, why are they traded marketing for this guy? Because I really like marketing from from beginning. I was like, why are they trading this guy? This guy is he's got length when he's on the court with with those other two guys. That, like remember last year with marketing Mobley. Yeah, and Jared Allen, like that was crazy. Like it was a joke watching them on the court. Couldn't go into you know, couldn't go into the paint at all. Not at all. It was crazy. Well, it was beautiful watching it. So I was like, why did they give up marketing? This guy's going to be a really good player, you know. Um, but then the Donovan Mitchell surprised me because I just thought he was just a scorer. You know, um, he came on this team. I didn't think he was a leader at all. He comes on this team. He's walking and talking the game. He's looking like the leader. Um, playing like a leader, passing the ball, which I never thought he was interested in doing. Um, so he surprised me this year, but still, marketing is my biggest surprise. And I, it's funny that they got traded for each other. You know, they got flipped for each other. Um, but marketing, what he's doing right now, he's like, what, around 23 a game. He's shooting 50 something from the field, 40 something from, from, from the three point, three point line, 80 something from, what do you call it from this from this stripe? I mean, this kid is he's he's falling, man. He's falling. I tell you, I tell you too. I, I got two players, and they're both on the same team. Um, Benny Math, I like to call him Benny Math, aka Benedict Matherin, and Tyrese Halliburton. Because Halliburton, first of all, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why I'm not. I'll tell you why I'm not surprised about Matherin, though. I know, That's but let, 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 let me let me finish my point though. But like the the reason why I'm saying is because I think Halliburton might be a top five point guard in the league. This guy's leading the league in assists. He's also fifth in steals. He's averaging 19, 19 points and 11, 11 assists a game with five boards. The 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 shooting splits is crazy. He outright controls games. The stats he's putting up now is kind of like those. The the elite point guards of the nineties, like uh, Kevin Kevin Johnson, Tim Hardaway, Mike Price, where they're giving you twenty and ten. You know, like he's he's dangerously close to playing at that level right now, which I I like him. Don't get me wrong. I think I think Halliburton is really nice. The, the funky shot, I don't understand it, but he makes it work. But I didn't expect him to be this good. Like he he, he outright controls games when he's in it. But Matherin though, I didn't think he was gonna come on this strong this fast. And I mean, and I, I don't talk about game wise. I mean mentally, because we've heard the stories of how hard he plays, but the way he backs up his words. I mean, this guy's averaging 18, 18 points coming off the bench, off the bench. That's crazy. Like I did, I did not see that coming for Matherin. I did not. He can be uh, rookie of the year. Um, he can. He, he has a chance to be rookie of the year. If, I mean, I think uh, Paolo's going to get it, but he's right there, and yeah. he can win six man of the year. Yeah. But I'm not. But I'm not surprised at Matherin though. Because remember, Batch, I told you from day one. Day one, when he was at Arizona, from from Arizona, from Arizona, he was mentioning, he was talking about. He's like, yo, this kid's a real deal. You got to, got to watch him. The kid, because he just plays. He just plays. I mean, you know, because of Jalen, you know, watched that conference and I watched that kid too many times. And after the second or third time, I'm like, yo, this kid's for real, man. This kid's for real, and and his attitude, his confidence is—he's got Jordan confidence. Like, it's crazy for me to say, but he actually believes he's that good in himself. He actually believes that highly in himself. He does. He does. Like I'm telling you, he does. The kid actually thinks if Jordan was playing now, he would think he would bust Jordan's ass. 
that's his mentality. You gotta love <laughs> you know, him. How do you feel about that comment he made about LeBron though? Yeah, I know. Right? But then when they played each other, he, he had showed up. He got he got he got he he, he, outplayed, he outplayed him. Yeah. On stat wise, anyhow. Yeah. I mean it's you know, it's one game, but like yeah, well, but yeah. just the fact that he, he you know, he wasn't afraid of the moment. Yeah. And neither was that number here. I think that might yeah. be another another yeah. exceptional. That's 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 another surprise one too. Which I, uh, that's that, that's an amazing story. Like, I think what probably is proudest moment he'll have for this season, or one of the proudest moments he'll have at least, is busting that that step back in Steph Curry's face and Steph's face after. If <laughs> you guys caught yeah. that with Steph, where he made the three and yeah. Steph looked back at him like, "Yo, what the hell is going on here?" I didn't see his face. I didn't see that. Yeah, clip. when you see when you yeah. see that clip, it's it's like I'm like he's gonna he's gonna have to like have that just on his phone. Just playing it over and over again. You know what I mean? Because Steph just had his look on his face like, what? And just kind of <laughs> shook his head. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm like? I'm like, yo, Neymar is doing his thing, man. Like, wow, second round pick. Well, first pick of the second round, but yo, man. Because he's a good family. His dad's a good dude. And his dad put in the work, you know, um, with him and his brother. His brother Ryan is kicking ass too, man. Yeah. His brother Ryan is, but that kid was freshman of the year in the in the Big East, and he came out this year, and he's kicking. He's just kicking ass again. He's bought like this kid. Uh, Ryan Nemar, look him up if y'all don't know, man. This kid at Creighton is is he's he's real. He's he's playing. He's he's one of the better guards in the country right now, like straight up. That's crazy. Yeah, that like his, his pops. Credit to his pops, man. That, you know he must be proud as hell. He's got two boys on their way, man, doing big things. Yeah, but, but but good but good good people, good family go. And 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 like I said, and then look, I mean the the Pacers benefit. They got they got three Canadians on that team. Right? Yeah, they still got Prichette as well. And he's doing his, you know, he's he's playing he's he's playing his role right there, right over there right now. And Betty Math, man, I like to call him, but shit, Curtis, I didn't I did not see I did not see that coming. Like mentally, I didn't see that coming. I thought he would get, you know, get that shock first and then come with it. You know what I mean? Like get used to the game, but he's just man. He's just come on like gangbusters. And then I, I, there was a game. I think they're playing uh, Denver earlier this year, and he dropped about twenty five in the first half. Easy, like it was easy off the bench too. Easy. I knew they were in trouble once he told Jalen that he was pissed he didn't go first. Mm. Oh, is that what he told him? Wow. Yeah. So I was sure? like, yeah, he was like, he should have gone first. He took, I'm like, yeah, this kid, is, this kid is, he's going to give you guys some problems. He's going to give you guys some problems. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Again, we knew what Paulo was going to do. And I might say Matthew was going to have a good year, but man, like, I mean, he's doing this off the bench. Like that to me is what's crazy. Like off the, like but, most rookies don't score like that off the bench. But you got to remember, look how dominant um, Arizona was last last year. Mm -hmm. They were dominant. They were like a dominant. One part of the year, they were like the dominant team in the NCAA. Mm -hmm. He was by far their best player. Yeah, and he was a dog and, too. And he was and the energy and what I like about him is the energy he brings to it. Like every game, he was engaged. Like he wasn't every game. Like he played like it was his last game, but. Uh, they were the dominant team, and he was their dominant player. And it wasn't even close to, yeah. to say that 
it's somebody else who like he shared the notoriety with somebody else. No, he was their best player every time on that on that team. Mm-hmm. That energy he brought, that like he like every position he wanted it. You know, every matchup, every big game, he showed up. You know, so I'm like again, I'm not surprised. The kid, you know, bless him, man. The kid, the kid is a good player, man, and you know he's from he's from Montreal, so hats off. And then you know, he's got a, a then, huge career ahead of him. And then the and then the team blessed him with his with his mama's cooking, first game you know? of the year. Like, <laughs> how how are you well, not gonna have did. a strong year right off the top? How is he not gonna have a strong year right off the top? You know, when when you get mama's cook like a team a team meal for mama's cooking, she's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but on, on uh, I guess on that note, fellas, we could we could wrap it up here, man. But um, but both of y'all, man, thank you for for hopping on another edition of the Av, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. And watch the feelings about the West Coast, man. I, you ain't even from Portland. I don't even understand why you you know you thought mm, I was shady. It's Portland. called the Pacific Northwest. Please do not disrespect. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm showing love to Portland. I'm showing love, man. I do, but honestly, I do enjoy watching them play, though. That's all, all, on all, on all seriousness. I do enjoy watching them, but I don't know how far they're gonna go. But Chauncey's doing a good job. You got to give him that. I think, I think right now my favorite team to watch is Cleveland. Right now, I really enjoy watching Cleveland. Yeah, I, I would, I would say so too. And and honestly, like I know you guys are shocked with Mitchell, but. Like Mitchell's been through some playoff wars, man. Like that guy's drop had some huge games. So I, I can't say I'm totally shocked by what he's doing just because like he's he's been through them wars, man, and he's come out of on the other side. Like I, I know they they flamed out the last couple of years, but you couldn't really say, Oh, it's because of this guy. Like he just it was more the team the even the year when they were number one overall and they lost to the Clippers. Um Yeah, but, but he, he never he carried hurt. himself like a he never carried himself like a leader though. Yeah, that I'll that I'll give. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And no, and no Raptor love. No Raptor love. You gotta be ashamed of yourself, Anthony. Real ashamed. No, I'm assuming you're not in the corner. I I I give the Raptors love. No, no problem with that. But the, the thing is, right now, <laughs> just let the season go. We're, we're just let it go. Right now, I think again, it comes back to if we're talk, if we're gonna keep it real, <laughs> Cleveland's gonna be a problem. Man. And uh, Toronto in a seven game series, and man, I had to man. If I gotta be honest, I just want to see them healthy. They just they just gotta get healthy, like in terms of just playing like a good twenty thirty game stretch, where they're just all playing together. You know, no no nagging injuries with Barnes, no injuries with Siakam. Like you just you want to see them all playing like at least a good month stretch, where they're just all healthy and hooping. We haven't we haven't really seen that in two years. I'm I'm, I'm happy if that old G seemed to finally turn a corner. You would almost think he's it's a contract year run. What's that? You you would almost think he's under he's, like he's a free agent next summer. You know, like I was like, wow, finally. I think there, I think there might be some talk in house. I think that trade. I think that trade stuff is still lingering. The what? Sorry. The trade. I think the trade talk's still lingering. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Lastly, again, I know we're wrapping up, but like, or we're gonna leave, but. I still think the Raptors. I've been saying this earlier. I still think there, there's a big trade coming with them. With if not this season, next season, it'll be next season. But there's there's a trade coming. There's a trade coming with that team. We just don't know who it's going to be yet. But somebody's somebody big is coming to Toronto. I I feel. Uh, listen, I think we had our one time. 
I think that will never happen again. And I and I and I'm saying that because I'm pretty sure that the commissioner will say we're not going to have another Kawhi situation. We cannot have, we cannot afford to have another win coming out of that city. <laughs> Famous last word. Honestly, man. Honestly, man. Because to this day, I think Kawhi destroyed the whole league with that last second shot. Yeah, that that was uh, as much ball as I played. I think that was my best basketball moment. Hundred <laughs> percent. As much ball as I played, that was my favorite basketball moment there. <laughs> <laughs>